When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, everybody. Happy hump day. Welcome to the Donna and Steve Experience Wednesday edition. Mm. On my talk, 107.1, where talk is fun. Mm-hmm. You yeah, said it, sister. Buddy. You just knocked that one right out of the park, man. It's a good start for this Thanks, show. person you. Okay, now. <laughs> person you. Oh, my gosh. Oh, we've blown by it. I just looked at the clock. I'm trying to set up a digital clock on my on my monitor here at home. And, uh, You're going to put 9.05 in there. You know, it's not, I got 9.05.35 right now. I'd like it with the seconds because, you know, when we do, okay, let's start with a little talking shop here. When we go by, uh, into commercials, there's a, I need to time it to 60 seconds. I don't have a, a clock here. Sometimes I forget to hit oh, my right. internet stopwatch. Sometimes I'm not used to the music. So I'm looking at clocks. That caused me to look at the date, which is one twelve twenty two, which means, Donna, we did forget to celebrate our four-year on-air anniversary, oh, as did that. our bosses forget to... I thought that's what they do. They storm in, and they're like, surprise, here's a long-lost relative, and you're getting this gift. When was it? It was on January 8th. Oh, I guess we did forget. We oh. sure did. Four years. Who I always have thought think it's we February. Longer than four months. Right? It's so true. We're so different. We are so different. That's We're why. like the... The inside-out version of each other. Yes, that's well put. Deeply if you saw inquisitive. The film. Yeah. About each other. Yes. Uh, anyway, welcome in. It is the Donna and Steve experience. Hey, Happy did you guys hear the news? Happy anniversary, uh, everybody. Um, I'm not sure. What are we talking about? Uh, that the Oscars will have a host again I... for the first time, first time since 2018. It was not like a pandemic thing. In case you forgot, it's not like yeah. oh, the pandemic, so they didn't have a host last year. Haven't had a host since 2018. I don't want one. Dawn. Yeah, I don't think we need one. No, because it made it move along quicker. I do like having a comedian, though, be Just a host. Just Ricky Gervais needs to do everything. everything. Me too. I mean, I agree. <laughs> we got you, big yeah. buddy. We, got, we like him. Me too. I like Ricky Gervais. Kim you know, you did a good job, too. What if we did a little rotation? I got an idea. Okay. It's a five-year rotation. Let's choose our five hosts for any and every award show. We go like this. Ricky Gervais in random order. Okay. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel. Sure, I'm good with that. Okay. Tina Fey, Amy Poehler. We want the duo of them. Sure. Sure. I'm going to go a little left field here, and I'm going to say Billy Crystal for some old-timey. You know, we need to differentiate the tones. And then year five, we do Ellen. Is, can we still do Ellen? Is everybody still okay? Are we doing I like okay with Ellen. Ellen? I, she was great at the Oscars. 
Remember she, she ordered the, pizza? Yeah, she did a she nice did job. Selfie. She did. That was what cute. What about Steve you Martin know, and Martin Short together? I like that, too. I like that. I'd swap out Billy Crystal for them, then, because okay. that's the same lane. Also, I'm gonna, I would like to make a late shift here, too, and say, what if we... What if we brought in Steve Harvey? Oh, God, yes. I like that. Because I like Michael Che and Colin Jones. No. I'm not okay with that one. Okay. Because they... No. But Steve Harvey knows how to roast people. He's done the SB, or the NFL Honors. He's done the NFL Honors award show the last couple of years. And he's good at roasting people. He's a very accomplished host. Now, <laughs> he has some, you know, things on his resume that don't speak so highly like when he ruined Miss Universe once or one and a half times remember when he came well, out you know you know you know wrong winner like the Oscars isn't used to that huh La La Land anybody be fine <laughs> he, I mean just think about it's just that look that he gives it is the look like it this is very dirty and you know what I'm thinking or that wasn't good but I'm not gonna it's make a side that eye like like he has made money Millions and millions of dollars yeah. off of the perfect look away mugging to the camera. Mm-hmm. God, it's fantastic. I could see it over and over. The again. only <laughs> thing I will say is I really hate how Family Feud has become like dirty. Oh, it's very dirty. It's, yeah. It sucks. I hate it. They're just it. trying to set you up for the innuendo. Yeah. Boy, that surprises me that you. I know hate that you're like I'm all evolving. hot topic and hang out in alleys <laughs> sort of lady that's cool donna thanks it's just it's so mm, juvenile low-hanging fruit yeah. sophomoric yeah. i hear you clucking yeah. big chicken thanks okay four years we've been on the air. so we'll let you know oh let me throw out one more interesting name um that apparently tom holland i don't even know who that is spider-man Okay, let me. Is That's he new Spider-Man. British? Yes. 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 Wow, he does a. Does he? Is oh, he's he? cute. No, no. Does he have a British accent? Yeah, he's British. Yeah, he's British. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable American accent. If oh, that's really? true. Oh my word. I think so. Am I is wrong? he the current yeah. Spider-Man? He's the current yeah. one. Oh. Positive. Yeah. Yes. Okay, he's not ready for prime time yet. No. <laughs> Donna, he's, he's a major movie star. He's too young. Remember when they tried the James Franco and Ooh. Anne Hathaway thing? That was not great. That was terrible. She's good. He just, I don't know, something. That was a weird one. Then they had Neil Patrick Harris do it once. Right, and he did an illusion that he no. was setting up from the beginning. It didn't have great payoff at the end. It had to do with the briefcase and the number written or something like that. I love when the Oscars begin with, you know, the sketches. Of, Very fun. Or a song. A that, musical number? Yeah. yeah. A, or a sketch about what all about? the movies. Billy Crystal famously does yes. that when he hosts. He appears in all of the movies, sort of writes himself into yes, iconic scenes. Funny. Yes, funny. Yeah. No, well, nobody likes James Corden anymore, I guess. So. No, I don't like him. Oh, my God. But you know what? Corden can't do it because it's ABC. Just oh, the same okay. reason Fallon can't do it. So Okay, I didn't realize yeah. that. Um, what's Ted Koppel I don't up know. To? Didn't Kimmel... Wait. Oh, my God. Stop it. Didn't Kimmel... Um, wasn't he on a different network? What network is he? He's, He's ABC. Globes. He's ABC. ABC. 
Okay, and is Jim, that, that right? the Oscars no. are always on ABC? They aren't always and forever, but they have been for a long time. That's the current contract that they have. Is ABC just like Golden Globes? You wouldn't have NBC. Jimmy Kimmel host the Golden Globes because that's an NBC property I for now. I never even, like if you quizzed me on that, I couldn't no. tell you what network anything, any award shows were on. The Grammys, no idea. CBS, CBS. Yeah. figured it was the only one left. <laughs> what do they get? If you don't get the Oscars and the Golden Globes. <laughs> Who's got, oh, and then the Super Bowl is on uh, NBC this year. Oh, and for the first time ever. I have no idea about any of this. The Super Bowl and the Winter Olympics are going to be happening at the same time. Really? The what in the Winter Olympics? Super Bowl and oh. the Winter Olympics. Cool. By the way, the Oscars, March 26th. Remember, it's uh, they're pushing it back now, and I think that the permanent plan is to get it into March. It was in April last year, I think, uh, but March twenty sixth is when right. it will happen. So we'll let you know when we find out. Excellent. Who the host is? Uh, goodness gracious! Oh, when we come back, how about this, Donna? I know you're not a big fan of Friends, but we've got some things that make you go, huh? Friends. Qu- quite a few are all about the TV show Friends. Let me give you this little teaser: Lisa Kudrow was originally cast as this major character in a long-running sitcom. Then she got fired after day one. Mm. Then she got friends. Can you figure out the role that she had been cast in before Phoebe and Friends? We'll tell you when we come back. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. So, one of your New Year's resolutions is to exercise, right? Mm -hmm. So where do you start? How fit are you? Are french fries a vegetable? Right now, the Y is offering a new member fitness assessment. Yep, this means you meet with a certified personal trainer who measures your current fitness and well-being and then gives you a personalized plan to achieve your goals. Join by January 12th and enrollment is $0. Join now at ymcanorth.org. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. Good morning, everybody. Producer Don McClain. Hey, girl, hey. Hey, girl, hey. And Steve's got some fun facts to share with us. I cannot wait. This is going to be tough for Donna because she is admittedly, a couple times in the last week you've even referenced this, not a huge fan of the show Friends. You just sort of loosely watched it. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not like a diehard, oh my gosh, Friends, which yeah, there are plenty of Yeah, it wasn't appointment watching, no, no. Um, in fact, when it started, when they all started swapping boyfriends and girlfriends i Mm -hmm. lost track i didn't know who was dating who and who rachel was gonna marry and then her with ross seemed weird and i just kind of peaced out thank you (laughs) this might be a little difficult for you then uh see if you can guess this lisa kudrow Mm -hmm. was originally cast as a major role in another very successful nbc show mad about you no. Yeah, she was actually on that show. She was on that as Ursula, the waitress, who then ended up crossing over into the Friends world years later. Uh, okay, but the casting directors, they changed their minds. They fired her, uh, Lisa Kudrow, that is, shortly before the uh, show ever aired, which led to her landing the role of Phoebe in Friends. What other role on an NBC show, major role, very successful show, lasted more than 10 seasons? Oh, gosh. Oh, how about the one with um, Kevin James? So that, no, okay, you don't know, know your networks. That's a CBS show. That's the King of Queens. Oh, yeah, I have no idea what anything airs on. That's so interesting. I feel so aware of network stuff. I even feel like, we were talking about this over the holidays, that each network has a different aesthetic. I, I feel like I could pass a blind test of really? shows never aired 
and just show me what it's going to look like when it goes on the air, and I can tell you what's an ABC show, what's a CBS nice. show, because and an the NBC lighting show. Or what? Yes, I'm convinced that there is this overall aesthetic. You know how you can choose a filter for your photos mm-hmm. in Instagram or whatever. It That's almost seems like CBS chose Nashville, and the other one chose Hefe. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of Instagram filters. Um, okay, okay. I want to get this. It was a spinoff show okay, that lasted more than a decade. More than a decade. Oh, oh, Come oh, on, Dawn. Um, yeah, okay. Um, Ran concurrently at okay. the same time Friends oh, was on. Oh, oh, it's the spinoff of Cheers. What's Come it called? On. He's a psychiatrist. Oh, Frazier. Frazier. Oh, she Who? was going to be Roz. She was going to be Roz. Oh, she'd be a great Roz. Lisa oh, Kudrow. Oh, wow. Let's get a beat, You guys, I can't believe I did that. Lisa Kudrow was going to be Roz, and then they fired her before the episode aired, led to her landing the role of Phoebe in Friends. That's awesome. I mean, Uh, not that she got fired, but I I do love the woman who plays Roz. Yeah. Before Lisa landed that part, Ellen DeGeneres was offered Phoebe, but she turned it down. What? No. Yeah. That doesn't work. Well, they thought it would. Uh, Of course, we noticed, friends, here's some of the other working titles that they had. Insomnia Cafe. Friends Like Us. Across the Hall. That would work. Once Upon a Time in the West Village. And Six of One. Those were all working titles for Friends before they landed on Friends. Okay, I have a question. Please. Those are all decent titles. I had no idea that their apartment was in the West Village. I thought they were on, like, Uptown. You know, I don't know New York well enough to even offer something to that. But, yeah, I think that they were always, like, away from Midtown, Uptown. Like, they were in, like, I the fancy... No what does that say to you whenever yeah. it's the East Village, Donna? Because we, we don't know. I just know pockets of New it's York. It's just West very... Village. It's very down... Oh, West Village. So, if that matters. Okay, so West Village is, like, close to, like, the um, um, Statue of Liberty. Oh. Down that way. And it's, it's like, Hipsterville. Nice. Okay, so which uh, actually makes sense. And you it's can, a little more of a like a town. It feels like a little town. Okay, you can go to. I think it is really in the West Village where they shot the exterior no of the building, the the exterior shot of their apartment building, and people go there still to this day as a New York sightseeing thing. Wow! And then you look up, you take a picture. And it's like, oh, that's what we would see all the time when we were bumping back in from commercial and they were about oh to go to a gosh. scene and I thought in the apartment. Friends on the the fountain, I thought that was in Central Park. Where oh, no no no, and that's just on a back lot. That's just uh, that's at uh that's at like uh where where is it Warner Brothers? Hi everybody, this is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Oh. I think it's Warner Brothers. Oh, okay. Or, uh, but that's in, that's in L.A. on a back lot. Okay. I remember them telling that story during the Friends reunion. It's in Burbank. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. But I wonder what where it's supposed to be. In front of the New York Stock Exchange? Were they trying the to make it? Is? is there a fountain there? I don't remember. I think I remember being around, right? Uh, hmm. I don't know. If okay. All right, anyway, do you have more friends stories? Oh, I got a lot more friends. Okay. Uh, Courtney Cox was originally cast as Rachel, but she insisted she should be Monica, while Two and a Half Men's John Cryer was offered Chandler's role. Oh, I thought you were going to say Ross. You'd that be I a can much see. better Ross. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. He would be. Well, I loved David Schwimmer as Ross. Yes. But John Cryer would play that, a good Ross. He could Ross. fit into that role. Neurotic. Yeah. yeah. Another friend's fact here uh, Marcel the monkey was actually a female, and her name uh, was Katie. She is dead. Katie. Oh, I think she's Katie dead. Katie the monkey. What do you mean? You just said she's dead, but you I'm don't sorry. know? I'm just assuming small what monkeys do don't doing? have a long lifespan, do they? I think they? they do live a long just time. A long time. Really? Yeah, so long that you're like, what am I going to do with this monkey, this monkey when I pass? <laughs> what is it? Like, what, like yeah. yeah. what kind of monkey was that? A small monkey. That's a, oh, like a spider monkey? Yeah. yeah. that vibe. Uh, also, Monica and Joey were originally supposed to be the main romance story in the show. Monica and Joey. Oh, interesting. Oh. Okay, and it's a capuchin monkey, by the capuchin. way. Capuchin! That's right. Thank you, Donna. That You're welcome, guys. Good times, right? thanks to you, Steve, for all the facts. Absolutely, yeah, guys. Steve, that was fun. Donna, you watched the show I've been pressuring you to watch No, again? Don did. Don did? Yes. yes! We'll discuss it when we come right back. And we're back. It's ah! Donna and Steve. On my talk 1071, everything entertainment. I'm very excited to hear about this. Me too. Dawn? Yes. You watched a show that I really liked and a show that Steve really yeah, liked. Yeah, yesterday you guys were trying to convince me to watch your shows, and I said I would watch both, and I did. Unbelievable. One episode of each? Yes. How long? Uh, let's start with White Lotus. Okay, White Lotus is really weird. <laughs> um, I love it. It is so strange. Everybody has all these quirks. Jennifer Coolidge is amazing. She is just a. She is so needy. <laughs> oh my god, she's so annoying. You she's, just want to be like, oh my god. She's very needy. She gets really hooked on this. Um, so far, she gets a massage. And she's just transfixed by this massage therapist. She wants another one. She keeps falling or going, Belinda, please. And then, you know, then she goes to sleep at night and she's looking at the pamphlet for the for the spa, yeah. reading the bio of Belinda. And then she just puts it down and goes to sleep. It's just hilarious. And then all kinds of crazy things happen. I forgot about the Steve Zahn thing. Oh, yes. See, this is why I wanted to wait, because I heard so much about the show that I wanted to forget all this stuff. Oh, and Um, you did. Okay, that's good. But I think it is a perfect mashup, and I really appreciate the the writer is um, the guy from, he wrote School of Rock. Yes. Uh, I think his name is Mike White. Yes, yes, exactly. Yes. Um, Really good. He's really created some great characters that I think... Wow, these are so complex 
And it's funny, but it's also like some of them you want to strangle. And I can't wait. It's, there's a mystery to it, and I can't wait to see what happens Do next. you know why she's there on um, Jennifer Coolidge's character? No, not yet. Okay. I mean, she's just there like another guest. Okay. I know that she's in the second season, though, and I hope it's just because we're going to see her in every season at different White Lotus you know, resorts. And she almost didn't take that role because she had gained so much weight. Oh. And she and she had a friend convince her and said, hey, these, these roles don't come come around that often i can't imagine anybody else doing this and she was just really uncomfortable because she had gained a lot of covid weight oh um and she was like i can't take this role looking like this and she's in like beachy wear that's very flowy yeah. i didn't even notice it. i just thought boy she's got some nice knockers yeah oh boy <laughs> she's it's really good wait till you oh you you yeah are, I, I love it in so for far. a ride done very well yeah some you are not gonna the, the really the star of that series is the guy who plays the manager armand he just you just wait you just wait it's really good so far there's some really crazy stuff that happens okay good i'm glad you're gonna stick with it oh yeah excellent as well as the other one okay say more about um only murders in the building. Only murders in the building. Come on. Oh hit it, my Dawn. god, I love it. Okay. They, I mean, this is you know you're in good hands. You can tell right away because yes. Steve Martin is writing it. You trust him. You trust Martin Short. They know their characters. They're such solid comedians. Yeah. Yes. And I love just the the mind of Steve Martin, how like when he meets a couple on the street, in the show he is a famous person or previously famous. Right. They recognize him. And then this dude goes into this story about how I used to watch your show with my dad and he's like yeah my dad has ALS now and oh, he's not doing good and yeah he's pretty much dying and Steve Martin's like oh I'm sorry and it's just like his <laughs> take on something that happens to celebrities all the right. time oh, people yeah. get very personal because they're nervous probably yes. and they reveal all these personal things and then he's not to like, mention at the end of it they have him take the picture, take the picture of them he's like <laughs> and because he's trying to get out of the conversation and Steve Martin's like well, do you want a picture? And he goes, sure. And then he hands him the phone. And they're like, can you get this in the background? It's just, oh. Uh. That's just the tip of the iceberg, though. I think Selena Gomez is, I've never actually seen an interview with her, really. Oh. I realize she's so mature. She has a really beautiful voice. She has a very mature voice. She doesn't have, like, a bunch of vocal fry going on. She articulates really well. Yeah. She seems like, I'm like, she deserves this role. And just, I love the crazy hijinks of like we're gonna we're just normal people gonna try to solve a murder okay maybe i'll maybe i'll get on board oh, you oh, should you maybe restart it donna. it donna okay yeah like oh, from because she already watched some well she already did the first but, episode i just didn't it didn't hook me but based on your description donna can i maybe persuade you sure Donna, Don right there even just mentioned a couple of things that weren't ringing clear bells. I feel like you were putting in a load of whites and didn't sit down and just watch the TV. Everything else away, You're right. just watch it. It's easy. Pour yourself a glass of vino and okay. drink it in because as it goes on, the comedic things that you're talking about, Only Murders in the Building, it's available on Hulu right now. The uh, comedic... Uh, writing for these characters gets better and better and it's never too much and it's always... Just the right amount from, like, I, I keep thinking of Martin Short's <laughs> character and his growing disdain for the fact that, you know, he was the former director of big Broadway shows. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's and right. meanwhile, Steve Martin had this show that was a smash hit, uh-huh. but Martin Short, blinded by his own self, doesn't <laughs> see that 
he himself is clinging to this past victory in the same way that Steve Martin keeps bringing up. Yes. Well, you know, when I was on the show and Martin Short giving notes, it's just <laughs> yeah. really line, yes, delightful. notes about how to breathe the opening. Oh, my God, it's hilarious. It gets better with every and, episode. And, you know, I noticed even in the first episode, they really are doing a lot of character development already. Yep. Like, they give you pieces of these people. Like, Martin Short, he's... You know, he's having a hard time staying in the apartment because of financial reasons. And his son's trying to talk him into selling the apartment. And he just says this. He says, it's my identity. Oh, like to be a New Yorker is his identity. Aww. And I think a lot of New Yorkers feel that way. Well, it, and then but well written, too, because his son then said he said, it's my identity. Well, it's, it's, it's all I have. And he's like, I'm going to. Yeah, that's sad. I'm pretend I didn't hear that. Yeah. Like, I'm your son standing right here. Well, and the thing is, too, um, Steve Martin is such a New Yorker. Yes. Like, he is New York. I, um, uh, I'm going to name drop a little bit. I was a talent escort for him once. Oh, that cool. is at the Tony Awards. Okay. And I had to bring him down to the stage when it was his turn to present. Yeah. And he could not have been nicer. Uh-huh. And also, my friend Rob ran into him once at the um, MoMA, the Museum of Modern Art, and he started talking to him. Like, Steve Martin started talking to Rob just Uh. randomly while looking at a piece of art or something because I believe he, like, loves art. And Rob was like, okay, nice talking to you, and walked away. And then a little while later, Steve's like, Rob, where are you going? Like, he wanted to hang out. (laughs) Oh, my God. He's He's just so sweet. Um, so I'm assuming Martin Short's a New Yorker too, isn't he? I think so. You know, there's, he is now. They are really, uh, dear friends in real life too. The two of them, obviously they've done a lot of specials together recently. They've, they've toured together, but I remember in Martin Short's book, his memoir, which is a really good read. He talks about, um, all the times that he and Steve Martin hung out. And I remember if I'm recalling it correctly, a time after Martin Short's wife passed away that Steve Martin has a some beach house in some mm-hmm. Caribbean island somewhere. And he, you know, Martin Short just went and I, if I recall correctly, stayed with him for a few weeks just to like recalibrate everything. Like they were Aww. the the their the couples were just chummy chummy with each other. Aww. It's a good if you like Martin Short, if you've if you watched Only Murders in the Building and you just it was like, Oh, I missed Martin Short and I like him. Pick up his memoir because it is a great it's he's a great storyteller. He's very funny and it takes you inside of what feels like the glamorous life of Hollywood. Just like like when he would throw Christmas parties and it was a big deal and they would have it at his house and they had a grand piano down at the bottom of this big stairwell and he didn't want it to just be come over. It was a bunch of his entertaining friends. They were all performers. They would come over prior to the party happening, like week of, uh-huh. to rehearse the song that they were going to do oh my gosh. or the presentation or the jokes that they were going to tell. Oh, my gosh. That's cool. I love so that. that at some point during the evening, you oh. could have Martin Short holding court there, Tom Hanks there, you know, like all these big names going yeah. and, and just fully committing piece. to and, a yes oh. at a party. And, um... Side note, if you've never heard Steve Martin play the banjo with his band, oh, Wicked Deep Canyon Rangers, yes. So good. Like, he is up there with some of the best. That's why I think it's such a cool show, because we have these icons. Yeah. They are they are comedy icons, and yes. it's so cool. They know their characters. You feel so well. safe. 
You're yes. like, they are, they know who they are. And I love that. And Selena Gomez is like, you know, I feel like she's keeping up with them. It's yeah. good. Yeah. She's, and what's really cool good. about it all is, of course, you have the comedic stylings of those two. There's a great mystery as there well. Is, even that at I'm, the end can, of this first episode, I'm like, yeah. what the heck is going on? Yes. Donna, I can't believe you didn't watch the next one after that. She wasn't well, fully committed. Yeah. Yeah. She was it again. Okay, I'll do it again. You convinced me. Gonna be, you know I'm how putting sometimes, it on the list, see? This is actually really great because it's the same way. We were just talking about this with family. <laughs> sometimes one of us, when we're all together, siblings and stuff, will say, hey, you, you need to mention that to Lou because I've tried telling her eight times. Oh, if yeah, she yeah. hears you it from you, her. she'll yeah. hear it differently. Yeah. Where if I say, you know what, I want to change those pillows. You always want to change the pillows. Can't you just be satisfied with the pillows? Whereas if my sister-in-law April said, oh, you know what sort of pillows would look really great there? Right. Would be these. Totally open to it. In yeah. the same way, like an old married couple, Donna <laughs> hears me bloviating about some sort of a show and she's like, okay, just calm down. You come in more reasoned, more <laughs> grounded than I am. I knew he was more respected. Say this, by the way, and then you accept. No, it. I think it's just the way in which it was explained was different. I love the dark comedy of it. Okay, Steve Martin's doing a great job with that. See, you should yeah. have gotten me on dark comedy, Steve. Well, I thought murders was in the title. I thought you would have been hook, line, and sinker already. <laughs> All right, I'll give it a try. I'll give it a try. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, Thanks, Don. Oh, hey, when we come back, you guys know I love Disney. Yes, we do. Maybe some bad news about that Disney Star Wars Galactic Hotel experience. Oh, no. We were so looking forward to it to save our money for 18 years to go. Six grand to go. <laughs> I watched a video last night from a Disney insider that did not make me feel good. Ooh. I'll tell you why they have such bad feelings about what is to come. Uh, that, when we come back, and if you see something, say something next on Don and Steve. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, who is the bearer of bad news, it appears. Whoa. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Well, listen. I don't like sharing this news, and maybe maybe we're wrong. Maybe the internet is wrong about this. You've heard about the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. It's a two-night adventure. Think of it almost like a cruise. It's going to be a, down at Disney World, and it's like an on-land cruise And that you get into the hotel. It's fully themed like a Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. And you're not looking out at windows into the courtyard. There are LED windows everywhere so that it looks like, like you're, you're in the in galaxy. Like you're yes. in space. When we first heard word about this, good night, Irene, was it maybe four years ago? Yeah. It was so exciting. And I told my son, I'm going to take you there. We will go on a, on, a, on a dad and gray trip. He's a diehard Star Wars fan. Now we are just two months out, a little less, than when it's scheduled to open at the beginning of March. And uh, I was watching something last night on a, a YouTube channel called Mickey Views. Mickey Views. Okay. And it's this guy, probably in his 20s. He's just a diehard fan, and he's always talking about the business side of 
Star, uh, of Disney and what they're doing at their parks. When is this going to be open? How long will this construction be happening? What are the plans for 2023? He's talking about that, whereas other YouTube vloggers who I watch and enjoy talk about, hey, if you're going to go to the Magic Kingdom, do this ride first, then this ride. Don't forget to get this snack. But he's looking at the bigger picture. So he has bad feelings about the Galactic Star Cruiser from Star Wars as a part of the Disney World experience. First of all, it is very expensive. Everybody's known that now for a while, up to $6,000 a night for a two-night stay if you have a family of four. It goes down to roughly $5,000 if you just have two people going into the room. But the thought was, now that's very expensive, but you would be immersed in this Star Wars experience. Mm -hmm. And Bob Chapek, the bigwig now uh, who took over for Bob Iger at Disney, recently said on like a Disney earnings call, This is great. We are sold out for the first four months. But we're going to come back to that number here in a second and why maybe that isn't true. Oh. And why you can still get rooms now uh, for that first month, by the way. Oh. Um, Here is a couple weeks ago, they put out a video. They've been really limited in terms of what sort of images they're showing us. A lot of concept artwork, but not real artwork, to which he suggests, might that mean that the real-life rooms don't live up to the artwork that was shown. Might they be smaller? We already know that like the LED windows are smaller than they originally looked to be uh, in these rooms, these state rooms where you would be staying. On top of that, though, they put out a video a couple of weeks ago, and it was to get everybody excited about it. And there was a, a Disney Imagineer and I guess some actor from ABC, and they were entering it. And he was pointing out things like, look at the, the top of the ceiling. That's just standard drywall, not like what you would expect the ceiling to be inside of a galactic Star Cruiser. Oh, and Disney no. usually really focused on the details. But apparently, the video that they released was really poorly received by the Internet to the point where six days after Disney released it, They took the video down, which means all of the blogs and all of the online outlets that wrote about it, about the opening of Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. Now when there's a video, it says this video is no longer available. So they knew Hmm. when they took that down. It's not we're just taking it down from our YouTube channel. But we also, we know that it's such an issue that we're going to leave a big black hole in the middle of articles written about our experience. Online people just hated it they were saying it was cringy it was awkward it wasn't showing enough it was limited there was a uh, a star wars cantina situation where someone was supposed to be singing like a performer like you would see in a star wars movie they said it just felt really awkward no one was loving it so they take it down but he was saying it couldn't have been that they would take it down like the backlash was almost immediate it couldn't just be for that they're thinking something else must have happened behind the scenes. But here, Bob Chapek, the big wig at Disney, is saying, we're sold out for the first four months. We're so excited. The guy from this YouTube channel, Mickey Views, said, here's why that's not exactly true. When they say it's sold out, at the time that you uh, reserved a room for this Star Wars experience, you just had to put down a 20% deposit. Still a lot of money, but a lot less money than the total $6,000. So he said in the same way that Elon Musk said, hey, do you want that new Tesla truck that's coming out in the future that looks like it's a spaceship? There, It was unbelievable, the demand at the beginning. The catch was it was only $100 to get in the waiting list for this new Tesla truck. So what the point of me telling you that 
is these are businesses who inflate the demand, mm. but you're only requiring somebody to put down a small amount by comparison as to what it will actually take. So the guy goes onto the website to reserve rooms for Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. And despite what Bob Chapek, Bigwig at Disney said, there were rooms available in March, in April, in May, in June, those first four months. I don't know if they were lying. They were probably fully deposited at that point. And now they think that they've taken the video down and have gone into crisis management. Their theory is that people, after seeing the video and it not getting good press ahead of time, people are bailing. And they are oh, getting their deposits back, and they're not going forward, and they're not going to pony up the other 4000 to sure. satisfy the reservation. They want their money back. His fear, theory, whatever you want to call it, the guy from Mickey Views, is that this will at some point get turned into just a Star Wars hotel. Yeah. Not this experience, like like a LARPing live-action role-play kind of thing that they're pushing. Right, because a part of it was that you get um, you get to choose, you get to be a Jedi, they address you, mm-hmm. like, as, you know, whoever you are. The whole time it's an immersive experience where you really feel like you're a part of the world. And he thinks that all of it is going to crumble. And he said this is either going to get turned into a hotel that is just Star Wars themed in a couple years, Uh or it will be totally abandoned. But he thinks and he's a Disney fan. He's a critic of them as well and calls them on stuff. But he's a fan. He thinks that that very well uh, is likely to go down as one of Disney's biggest failures Uh, of all time. mm. That being said, he said maybe I'll be wrong. Maybe I will be wrong and I'll come out and tell you all that I'm totally wrong but he said there's a lot of writing on the wall here that just feels like we've been hyping this for four or five years and it's going to fall flat and he thinks Disney is really concerned about when people get there in March with their phones and their cameras and their access to social media no longer Disney curated content available online instead it's hey I'm dad and here's son and we're hanging out in the room. This thing's so much smaller than we thought. And look at the uh-huh. ceiling and yeah. look at that oh, door wasn't fun. finished. We want to go to the park. This is like trading uh, spaces, you know, where it looks, yeah. it looks good from afar. Yeah. You know, and then you look up close and you see all the flaws in the design. Anyway, if you're looking for a, um, a, a YouTube channel to follow with that kind of an angle, if you're, you're nerdy about the business of Disney and the new things that they plan and Tron, the big roller coaster and all that, um, you can, he's Mickey Views on YouTube. And it's funny, too, how much Disney changes their mind on stuff. Then I watched an old video where he went into the Magic Kingdom for Disney After Hours or After Dark, whatever it's called, and you get like three or four hours with very limited crowds there from eight to midnight. He showed the railroad at the Magic Kingdom, and he said, right now this is shut down because they're going to be beginning construction on Tron. This was 2018. He said, no word yet on when the uh, Disney railway will come back, but I'm assuming it's going to be sometime mid-2019. It's 2022, friends, and the railroad at uh, Disney's Magic Kingdom is still closed, and Tron has no sign of opening anytime soon. So he's not always right. Thanks, Steve. Happy. Well, that's a lot of money to spend. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, so do your due diligence. For a two-day trip. I Mm -hmm. hope it's great. I hope it's great, but I'm a little worried. All right. Bye, Dawn. Bye. We love you, Dawn.